All right, guys, welcome back to Blake's Takes with my co-host, as always, Garrett. Hey, guys. And it has been a while since we have released a podcast episode. I am aware of that. It has been a minute, but honestly, there hasn't really been like new stuff hasn't coming been out recently. Not too many things. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a, enough movies that are coming out, but I feel like I'm seeing those by myself. So, like, I've just been doing reviews on TikTok and whatnot. Yeah. You know, like documentaries as well on Netflix uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I need to put some more time into watching those movies right. so we can do... <laughs> Full reviews like this. Yeah. For like other movies that deserve attention as well. Exactly. I feel like we've been mainly doing shows on these kinds of uh, reviews lately. But there hasn't been like a huge blockbuster release in a minute. And like, you know, She-Hulk. Things are are in the works right now. Right. Things are in the works. She-Hulk is still in the middle of its, you know, of everything. House of the Dragons. Only two episodes in. Can't really do a whole review on that. So there's going to be a lot to review. Later. But not for a while. Yes. Yes. Okay. But in the meantime, we have some great content as well because Garrett has finally finished Breaking Bad. Which is kind of a coincidence. It is a coincidence. For some reason, Breaking Bad has just been all over lately. It has. I feel like it's it's, been trending a lot. It's resurfaced. You know why? It's because I feel like Better Call Saul just had its series finale with, with this last season. Okay. And, um, I mean, yeah, we'll get into Better Call Saul as well. Because got, the whole Breaking Bad universe, <laughs> you gotta get on Better Call Saul, because that is some good shit as well. It is. And, um, also, uh, I think the reason this is, that Breaking Bad is such a hot topic right now is these freaking Minecraft memes bro. on TikTok, bro. I don't, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> it the, works so, they, they work so well. They're fucking hilarious. We'll get, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like memes work so well with serious ass shows. I know. It's and so funny. Bro, it's because the acting is so good. Yeah. Like, they're so dedicated to what they're doing, and then you put oh it in God. just an absurd setting, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Which, I feel like this is kind of ironic, too, because... Didn't you tell me to get into Breaking Bad and then I watched all of it and I passed you and then for some reason you just stopped at season three? I think you're the one that told me to watch Breaking Bad. I think so, yeah. And then I went ahead and just blazed through it and then I started Better Call Saul and I'm on season five of Better Call Saul. (laughs) Yeah. So I've just blazed through this Breaking Bad universe that you told me to get into. Bro, because it's good and then like, I don't know, I've been bad about watching shows lately. Like I used to like pick one show and I was dedicated to that. And I would just keep watching it nonstop. And then now I've just been like jumping around so much. And I don't like that I do that. But it's because there's I, so much out there. There is. And like, you know, I get distracted and sometimes I get bored. Like there yeah. was some there was some slow, you know, moments in Breaking Bad. Right. Like especially it was I think it was like season three. Season three. When Jesse is like going through his like midlife crisis trying to figure after uh, Jane had just died. Yeah. OK. Spoilers. Obviously, if you haven't seen Breaking yeah. Bad, that goes without saying. <laughs> It's been um, out forever. Come yeah. on. But like when Jane died and he was going to rehab and he was just yeah. like, he was just so depressed. And I was like, I don't want to fucking see this. And at that time, Walt was like in the midst of his, you know, uh, meth making with that, with Gus Fring's lab and everything. Yeah, so, so everything was just going smooth at that point. Yeah. There wasn't really a whole lot of drama going on. And that's where like, that was the biggest like hump I had to get over. <laughs> Well, to continue because in season four and five, it just puts its fucking yeah. gas pedal to the floor nonstop. Yes. Okay, though. So, give me your first impressions then on Breaking Bad, like the finale, just in general. Or just in general. I mean, it's a fucking amazing show. Right. I love the premise of it a lot because yep. it's a very grounded and real story. Yes. Um, very believable. I mean, because yeah. in most cases, why do people turn to crime? Money. money, and they need money for what? 
health because the healthcare health, system yeah. sucks ass health, and is expensive. Yeah, healthcare in the fucking U.S. is ridiculous. Yeah. So very, very believable that someone would do this, especially for the well-being of their family. Yeah. But as we learned, you know, <laughs> Walt, it wasn't Walt, necessarily oh, just oh, about oh, that. He, he, he took some pride in this. Yeah, buddy. I mean, honestly... If I was that good at something, I would too. Right? Like low key, yeah. I would too. Yeah, he would, bro. He was fucking top dog yes. when it came to making meth. And, and after his whole life of just being shitted on and stepped on, and yeah. always looked past, and now he's finally running the show. For real, he was. Uh, he took this very personally. He did. I mean, cause not to mention how much money he got fucked over by the uh, by his friends. Yeah. Uh, shit, shit. What's her I name? Can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, but. The guy he made Grey Matter with. Yes, yes. Yeah, he got completely fucked out of that company. Yep. Um, I think, like, he just, I think it was, like, he just took, uh, like, five grand or something like that. Right. Um, because he ne- just, he needed the money at the time. And, you know, obviously lost out on fucking millions, millions. of dollars. Yeah. All right, so let's start at the beginning of the show. So creator and writer Vince Gilligan wrote a fucking masterpiece with this whole universe, really. But... What's crazy about Breaking Bad is that the writer's strike in 0708 kind of saved the show. How so? So when Breaking Bad finally got the green light to go into production, it was supposed to have nine episodes in its first season. But the writer's strike forced production to only do seven episodes. And at the time, in that nine episode arc, Vince Gilligan was going to kill off either Jesse or Hank. As like a ballsy ending for the first season. Oh my god. So that writer's strike forced him to... You know, you know, rearrange the the show as well in the story and yeah. kind of slow down some arcs because they went back and was like, you know what, this is moving pretty fast for the first season. Yeah. So it forced them to slow down the arcs, and then ends up, you know, everyone loved Jesse. Yeah, bro. If it, he, oh, people would have been pissed oh, yeah. if they killed off Jesse. Oh yeah. So that writer strike kind of saved the show. That's insane, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. And you know, I mean, killing off Hank. I mean, I I, I'm assuming that would be, you know, due to him getting too close and like figuring right. out what Walt was doing, and that but, ended up being the season five yes, finale right? arc. Yes. So like. There was so much more to work with with Jesse and Hank's character. Yes, and um, because yeah, no, that would have been that would have cut to the chase way too quick. Oh my god, especially I know. with Hank. Like, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I could kind of see it with Jesse. You know, like just getting caught in this shit. Right. But Hank, like, that's yeah. a like. I mean, what are the odds that you uh-huh. know Walt's brother-in-law is a DEA agent? Like, you don't want to just skip right over that. Oh, I know. And it's crazy. I mean, this show, even Bob Odenkirk said, like, this show is almost canceled after its third season as well. Because at the time, like, yes, it was still critically acclaimed, but it was only getting moderate viewership. Um, And what really saved it as well, and Vince Gilligan even um said this at his acceptance speech at one of the Emmys or Golden Globes, mm-hmm. Um, how Netflix saved the show as well, too. Because before the fourth season premiere, Netflix um made Breaking Bad's first three seasons available. And people started binge watching that shit and just cranked up the viewership for season four. And then by the time season five hit, it was just it was one of the most watched uh, cable network shows ever. That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, that's um that really shows you like the power that these streaming platforms right? have. I mean, because, you know, a, a lot of times people don't there's some really good shows out there that people didn't even know about because yeah. it wasn't on the networks that they normally watched. Yep. So like those smaller ones like AMC or FX, you know what I mean? Yes. So once they're available on streaming, you know, everyone has streaming apps these days. Mm -hmm. They binge at, oh, oh, what's this on? This is actually good. Who made made this show? (laughs) (laughs) 
That that's pretty cool how that works. Yeah. But damn, man, I couldn't imagine if we didn't have Hank or Jesse for that whole whole series, bro. Dude, I mean, well, I mean, the freaking like father son dynamic you got going uh-huh. on with Walt and Jesse is amazing. And yeah, just that constant threat of yep. Hank being there yep. and constantly looking into this shit. Like yep. he never got like really close till season five. Right. Or I mean, actually, I, I, I take that back. He got close at times, he bro. He, he was did. he was knocking on the RV he with was. Walt and Jesse in there. Oh Remember my that? God, that's right. Remember that? And not to mention, then Walt had to create that whole distraction. Yes, he uh, said like Marie the, was in the yeah. hospital. He said his wife was in the hospital. <laughs> and then he fucking and that's that would let him. That's what led him to go um just like beat the absolute shit out of jesse oh my god he was like how'd you do it (laughs) in season one though um it was definitely really cool to see walt's transition from like yeah like just like this kind of honestly this giant pussy like literally like literally just get just getting walked over by everybody he knows all right so i'm glad you brought that up so let's just kind of go through the characters of the show yeah we'll obviously start with the man himself heisenberg yeah and yeah like you were saying first season yeah he was a bitch he was a bitch. He was a bitch. He just let people talk to him however they wanted mm-hmm. and just didn't do shit. And Freaking uh, Bogdan would just work yep. the shit out of him. And, <laughs> you know, he never said anything about it. The one part that always makes me smile is uh, that dickhead, uh, like, stock dude who drove that BMW. Yes. And he stops at the gas station. He's like, oh, fuck this dude. Yeah, he saw, he he saw him earlier engine. in the episode yeah. when he went to the bank. Uh-huh. And he just, everything about this guy was yeah. just an absolute asshole. Uh-huh. My guy took his parking spot yeah. to being super misogynistic towards women. Yeah. Like he was talking, he was literally talking about the clerk in front of her face, oh, like yeah. say, like saying how hot she is, and then like saying how some girl from their office is a complete dog or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, it's... oh my god, bro! But just then, the end of season one as well, when he finally becomes Heisenberg, really, yeah, when he goes to uh, Tuco's office, mm-hmm. uh huh, yes, and uh, he's like this. It's not meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was a great scene. And he shaved his head. And he shaved his head. And then season two, he starts growing that goatee. Mm-hmm. The, the I mean, infamous, famous, however you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know what I you want to call it. Infamous or famous. Yeah. But. but, yeah, so Walt clearly starts off as a protagonist. And this is something Vince Gilligan wanted to do something different as well. Is that, you know, in your shows... You usually have your protagonists stay the protagonist. Yeah, and they're they're always the good guy. Right. Really. And so he wanted what he wanted to do, and clearly what he made happen was have his protagonist turn into the antagonist, and you know question who who were you gonna root for at the end? Like, do you still want to see this antagonist now come out on top? Dude, I I'll tell you what. In season five, I fucking hated Walt. Really, I fucking hated him. <laughs> Dude, everything he did was just so selfish. Yes, very selfish. And and cruel and, Uh you know, just with absolutely no regard for what is going to happen to anybody else. And... I I was I was honestly like shocked. I was really? I mean like you could see this transition happening. Yeah. For him to go from, you know, our protagonist who's mm-hmm. literally doing this because he doesn't he wants his family to be well off financially after he's gone, especially, you know, he doesn't want them to be in debt paying for his cancer treatment cuz yep. it's so expensive. And then for him to just go from that to just like wanting everything. <laughs> and and honestly killing everybody who like stood in his way yeah. basically and, and you know with people like that they just keep finding excuses or, or to yeah 
it, make it, it okay. It was, it was always uh, it, the broken record for Walt was uh-huh. I did this for the family, uh-huh. and um, after this, it's no more. Right. It's no more after this, <laughs> and then. And then Jesse and Jesse, you know, he got sick of hearing his shit yep. because he was like, he was like, you keep saying that is uh, no more after this. Like, oh, just one more. Or it yep. had to be done. Like he kept saying those same lines and Jesse got sick of that shit. And then that's when he was like, uh, he was like, he can't keep getting away <laughs> with this. Another meme now, bro. There's so many memes coming out it's of Breaking crazy. Bad. But yet. Even though there's so many memes about Breaking Bad, you don't take it any less serious. No. Because you know, usually when memes come out with shit, you're like, okay, now when I see this, all I can think about is that meme or that joke. Yeah. But you still take no. this shit serious, No, man. when I see those, honestly, whenever I see those memes, it makes it me, me want to go watch that. It yeah. makes me want to go watch that scene again. Literally, honestly, since these memes came out, like, I'll be on YouTube just scrolling through Breaking Bad scenes now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, yeah, you hated Walt in season five. I'm not going to lie, though. I still wanted him to win. I did because honestly, like I felt for him, even though yes, he was selfish. And I think at times, like maybe I can be selfish. So maybe I could like relate to that and and just, you know, get sick and tired of people thinking they can, you know, walk on you and stuff. So, but, and I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's, that was like kind of Walt's whole thing is like this, like I said, this was, this was a pride thing. This was about him finally like taking control. But you're telling me he hadn't taken control at that point, bro. We like he's been making millions of dollars. He's been making yeah. all this money. You know, <laughs> so he's, been, much money. he's been he's been breaking the law. He hasn't been getting, you know, he it wasn't like he was still working at Bogdan's, you know, washing <laughs> his washing his fucking student's car uh-huh. and getting disrespected by his own students after he just had to wash oh, his own. Yeah. Dude, that shit was so bad. Right. And um so you know, he clearly had already making made a leap from that yes. to where he was now. And at this point it was just it was just egregious. Like he didn't yeah. need to do that. Heisenberg, man. Heisenberg. Bro, like he didn't need to fucking kill Mike. He didn't need no, to kill Mike. No, no, that shit pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, and I, it was it was at that point where I'm like, okay, fuck Walt, fuck yeah, Walt. Like that, I'm so done with that. You. Did piss me off because I love Mike even more now after watching Better Call Saul. Yeah, I'm uh, like I'm looking forward to watching Better Call Saul yes. just because like just because bro, of Mike. I love Mike in that show. He's good, bro. I'll, we'll talk about Better Call Saul later for sure. Um, all right, now let's go down to Jesse Pinkman. I mean, damn, they were gonna kill his ass off, and thank God they didn't. You know, honestly. See, and now here, here's the flip-flop with Jesse. Jesse pissed me off so much in, like, the first few seasons, mm-hmm. always fucking up, making stupid decisions, especially yeah. when he was dating that girl. And then towards the end, you just feel so bad for Jesse. And then, you know, it's like the thing with Walt and how you can have that protagonist become the antagonist is because you have so many great characters around him. Yeah. And you start to feel for those other characters. Because I would argue that Jesse was more of the protagonist in the final season. Yes. uh, More than Walt. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, like, yeah, in the beginning, um, he was just some stupid kid. Yeah. You know, uh, making meth, trying to make some money. Mm -hmm. And, but, you know, when he got hooked up with Heisenberg here, like, he had no idea what he was getting into. Nope. Like how deep this actually went. I mean, because think about it, bro. He went from like literally just cooking this terrible fucking meth that he used chili powder in. God damn. And uh, he's like, that's my signature. <laughs> um, but he so he went from that to cooking a ninety six percent purity level on his in, own, on his own, on his own in Mexico yep. for you know the fucking cartel. Yep. 
Yep. That's insane. That was a good scene too, because here you had all these like chemists, you know, kind of talking shit behind his back in another language and yeah. Spanish. And, uh, but yeah, here he is, you know, cooking the most pure meth out of all of them. Yeah. No, they, they were acting like they were hot shit. Yeah. And that's, I, and I love, I loved uh, that speed. That was, a, he had a little Gustavo Fring in him when he yeah. went down there. Like he took charge when they were all like uh-huh. doubting his capability. He was like, he was like, look, I don't know the name of all this shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to make it. I, I don't know how to make it from scratch, but I can fucking make meth if you yeah. give me the right tools. Just give him and, the right shit. Yeah, and um, but the first thing he did, he was like, "Clean up this fucking lab. It's disgusting." Which is kind of ironic from Jesse coming from Jesse because yeah. you know his place was usually a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, he knew that that was like super critical to the purity. Uh-huh. And I found it. You can even see him doing that in the first seasons. Uh, I just rewatched a, f- a few episodes actually, and uh, like he was um when he tried cooking on his own without Walt because Walt did the first cook and yep. he was like, "I'm done." Yeah. And yeah. so he so Jesse resorted to doing it on his own. And uh, but when he was showing Badger like his setup and everything, yeah. it was funny how he was like teaching Badger just yeah. like Walt was teaching Jesse. Uh-huh. So it was just, it was funny to see like he did actually learn. Like shit. he learned and he liked learning and, it, and he liked and he liked showing it. Yeah. He liked showing off his knowledge. No, it was it was nice seeing Jesse have his winning moments. Um, And yeah, just the whole mess shit as well. Like. This show was pretty accurate with its Dude. meth. Like they had, because Vince Gilligan even had, you know, professional chemists come and talk to him about like what goes into it. You know, there was other professors from like universities that wanted to come in and help like make sure that what he was talking about in this show was as a- accurate as it could be. Dude, I'm pretty sure like they knew how to make actual meth. Well, Probably. <laughs> no, they, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I heard that. Like I'm not, I don't know where I heard it, but I'm like 90% sure like they, actually knew how to make meth based on based on doing this show it's a very dangerous trait to just have in your back pocket right (laughs) my god curiosity to kill the cat if um if uh fucking brian cranston ever goes off the grid he might be making meth somewhere (laughs) jesus christ it just had a very realistic feel to it and then being in albuquerque new mexico as well that was a perfect I, setting for the show. It was. No, I love the aesthetic that they uh-huh. had. Yes. Um, the aesthetic was perfect. Yes. It was originally it was going to be in California in Riverside, California. Really? Right somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then switch it up. Like, obviously, you know, filming in other states besides California is going to help production financially. It's going to be a little cheaper, you know. Yeah. Uh, so and then they switch it to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And now they have fucking statues yeah, in Albuquerque, New they Mexico. They have fucking statues yeah. <laughs> for these guys because they have been like such a free. They've like increased their economy. Right. That's how popular this show <laughs> is. Insane. Actually, those statues have been like kind of controversial recently. Really? Yeah. Um, because people are saying like, uh, oh, we uh, like uh, just like what it's uh, th- th- affiliated it's, with. It's a very yes yeah. that, and it's like um. I'm not trying to get all political here, but um, like especially some Republicans over in New Mexico, they were saying how like, you know, they took you know how there was like that whole trend recently where we were taking down like all these, you know, oh, southern leader, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, statues that have been up. Um, but we're going to put up two meth cooks like we're idea we're idealizing fictional. But that's me- the thing. It's fictional characters. I, I, I know. And, you know, like that's that's like kind of the argument. Right. For that. You know, they're saying so a lot. Like, why are we taking these down, but we're putting up these two meth cooks? Like, are we idealizing meth cooks now? Oh and it's God. like, 
It's like, nah, bro. They're they're, they're fucking fictional characters. Yeah. They're on a popular show, and they've increased our economy. That's yeah. That's literally why these exist. It's not like these statues are uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. This is Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's fictional characters. I mean, the whole idea of movies and TV shows is just to transport you into another world that doesn't exist, really. Yeah, and I mean. This world does exist. Yeah, okay. It's a very real fictional it's world. A very real, yeah, it is a very real fictional world. But, <laughs> the war on drugs. But still, it's like... This isn't come real. On, These aren't real people. No. We don't actually love meth cooks. We, right. lo- we love Brian Cranston and Aaron right, Paul. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving down to our next character. Who do you want to talk about next? Next? Uh, let's talk about Hank. Hank? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Hank. You know, I actually just started... Seeing Hank in Better Call Saul, he comes in on season five. That's cool and that he comes just, in. Yes, I know. I'm just, I was so happy to see Hank. I was so happy to see him. So, I mean, honestly, Hank kind of like annoyed me in the beginning, right? in the beginning seasons. Right? I was like, yeah, because it's odd, like how curious he actually is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just always where he shouldn't have been. Right. And so it was like kind of pissing <laughs> me off. Sticking his nose where he didn't need to be. I know. And you know. Which I found really funny because, like, yes, he is a DEA agent, right. but what, like, why are you always in the wrong spot? Uh-huh. I don't know. Just like, and like, you're telling me Walt is like the only meth cooking operation going on. Like, there's uh-huh. not other shit you could be looking into. Uh-huh. It's so I don't know. I was like, why the fuck are you always where your brother-in-law is, but, bro? At the end, season five, I was like, fuck, I really like Hank. No, I and his yes. acting was fucking great. Yes, it was. Oh my god, especially in the in the garage, mm-hmm. bro. That was a good scene. That was a great fucking scene. Oh my god. That and I mean, when he died, that was yeah. that was a great scene as well. It was. I um, mean, and it showed you really because at that time you didn't really think of Hank as the smartest one out of the batch, and bro. So but he was fucking smart. He was smart, but like he had his smartest moment. In his final minutes, and yeah. Walt had his dumbest yes. in his final minutes. He's like, you know, Walt, you're the smartest guy I've ever met, but you're too stupid to realize he made up his mind ten minutes ago. Yeah, like that, Walt. I, that was that was my favorite line from Hank. Right, and as much as Walt had been in this game now, you know, with drugs and everything, um, he didn't understand people. No, that's the thing. And Hank has been in this for has been doing this his whole life. Like he's in a DEA, he knows how these people operate. Yeah. You know? So, and you know, that's where I think, uh, it really, it really goes to show you like experience. Yes. Experience. Yeah. And you know, as much, uh, Walt, just because he knew the chemistry, um, he had a, it, like him knowing the chemistry made him have this like giant inflated ego. Yes. You know, like he, he just thought he knew everything there was to uh-huh. know. And even, uh, you even see this in the beginning, um, of the show, when he's talking to Jesse about um selling you know selling the right. meth, Jesse told him he was like, "You may know the chemistry, but you don't know Jack about slinging dope." Right? Like he yeah, did, yeah, like because yeah. he really didn't, right? Because like, um, <laughs> you know, like, hey, at guys, first, you want to buy some meth? <laughs> literally, it, at first it was just it was just Jesse on the streets selling their product. Uh-huh. That was the only distribution they had, and um, and Walt was getting all upset. Like, what is this? Twelve hundred dollars? That's it. Yeah, it's like it's gonna take some time, man. Yeah, it's like it's just you me. You can't just. You I've know, been selling it a yeah. teenth at a time. Yeah, because uh, well, what's crazy too is like experience really does come into play with these characters because even though it's five seasons, the whole show only takes place like over two years. I think. Yeah, no, it's like two years. Yeah, yeah. So, which is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. A lot happens in those two years. Yes, it does. And he rises to the top quick. Yeah. 
That is really weird to think about. Honestly, I I, I'm kind of like, I, I don't know the exact timeline, like from when he started cooking meth uh-huh. to when he's already working for Gustavo. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'm curious what that time frame is. I know. All right. Speaking of Gustavo, let's oh, get to yeah. Gus Fring. Gus Fring, baby. Giancarlo Esposito. Dude, man plays some of the coldest villains. He play, and he I've plays every villain, bro. Every show he's in, which I don't really see him as a villain in, like, The Boys. Every, I mean, I even though know. he technically. I wouldn't I mean, say everyone's a villain in the boys, really. I wouldn't but. say he's the villain in that. Honestly, one thing that holds true is like he's just a driven person yeah. willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish his goal. Yeah. Like so, yeah. that so that's like kind of, you know, uh-huh. exactly where he lies in every single role that he plays. Yep. yep. You know, you got him in uh The Boys, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Um Moff Gideon as Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. He's even Lex Luthor and Harley Quinn. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man just knows how to play a villain, though, bro. He does. He is so except good. I would, except that one, that one is like, Harley Quinn is so like... It is. Fu- it's, it's so like, minuscule. It's so funny yeah. that it's like, I wouldn't even consider him, even though he's playing a villain, he's not right. really a villain. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I just love also that he's able to... You know, speak another language as well in Spanish, yes, and yes. it just offers so much more to these characters as well. Yeah, he was actually he was born in Italy. He was. Yeah, he was born in Italy. That's why he has that name, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and Italian and Spanish are very similar. Right, right. So, so yeah, I mean, him being able, you know, to speak another language just offers so much to his character, bro. It does, and it fits so well in it this world. It does. It and does. Honestly, you know, maybe I freaking love actors that are that speak another language like i mean look at freaking uh christoph waltz Waltz. yes i love it it makes it so much more authentic yeah it It really does but yeah the man is just so calculated like with everything he does and you never know if he's gonna snap or not like i was just watching this episode in better call saul where you know some shit was going down he wasn't happy and he's at his restaurant los Mm. pollos hermanos (laughs) iconic restaurant (laughs) but i was just like bro I don't know if he's about to snap and kill someone or if he's just going to if he's just going to sit back and like or if he'll turn on that like fake smile. Right. Yeah. 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 And like which one is more menacing? I don't know. know? Because honestly, when he puts on that fake face. Yeah. Sometimes that's more terrifying. (laughs) Sir. Because like I don't know what's going on in his fucking head. If you have a complaint. (laughs) (laughs) Please put it through our email system. I'd be happy to refer you to our website. (laughs) He's just so he's going to be like. You are are done. done. Fired. (laughs) And I mean, the whole plan of how he uh, killed uh, Elado, head man, the head kingpin of the drug cartel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that scene. Dude, he lit, like, again, willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish his goal. Uh He poisoned himself Uh to poison him. Uh Uh-huh. He did. Because he knew he would never drink it unless he also drank it. Yup. Man just knows the next step, bro. He's always a step ahead. But then again... Always, he's always thinking a step ahead because he took he literally had a medical like tent set up so he could be treated immediately. Damn, I felt bad for Mike in that situation because they wouldn't even look at Mike. They wouldn't because Mike was bleeding out in that scene. Damn. Mike was bleeding out. Um, Gus was poisoned. Yeah, and Gus had set up this tent as this like medical facility. Uh, so because of the poison, yep. and just in case anything else happened to Jesse or Mike, 
but they only treated Gus at first. And Jesse was getting all pissed. He was like, hey, he's, he needs help. And um, they were like, this man pays my salary. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, you're an asshole, but I see where you're coming from. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially in this kind of world and that kind of business. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And then once like Gus was finally stable, they took care of Mike. Oh my God! But that, but he had, but he had everything, bro. They even had, they had Jesse's, they had uh, matches for uh, Gus's blood, Mike's uh-huh. blood, and Jesse's wow. blood. God damn! They, dude, he thought of fucking everything. That's crazy. All right, next character, because since we're talking about Mike as well, Mike Ermintrout. I fucking by, love him, yes, bro. Played by Jonathan Banks, bro. Dude, man was going. He's like. He's so old, but he, he was is. going so strong in this I show. Know, I know. Like he even in Better Call Saul, like he's still old as hell, but he kicks ass, bro. He he's does. a badass. He is a badass. And you especially start to feel for him even more in his character in Better Call Saul. Like he's a huge character in Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. And the perfect right hand man for Gus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he uh, you know, ruthless, willing to get shit done, uh-huh. loyal to a freaking fault. Loyal, loyal, but he also had s- some morals as well. Yes, he, he had did. his principles. He did. Which is why I think he's a really respectable yeah, character. And, and Gus knew that too. Yeah. You know? And that's and, that, and I, think I think that's, that's why, why Gus yes, liked him. Because Gus yeah. has his principles as well. Yes. Uh-huh. You wanna do Saul Goodman? Oh fuck yeah. Saul Goodman, bro. <laughs> I fucking love Saul Goodman bro, now. That okay, now that is what you call a stagnant character. That man bro. does not change the entire time. <laughs> he is just him. God, he's fucking hilarious. Bro, okay, you say yes, stagnant, but like and you see that in Better Call Saul too, like in the end you really see, you know, Saul is always going to be Saul, actually technically Jimmy McGill. Jimmy's always going to be Jimmy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, but he has his like he has his moments, especially in Better Call Saul, where you're like, okay, you know, you do feel for this character, and I think you start to feel for him a lot more, obviously, when he gets his own show, because you know, just got a lot more to work with. Yeah, and you know, he's the star, right? He's, yeah. But yeah, Saul Goodman and, and Breaking Bad, at least though, he offered some good comedic relief as well. He did. Yeah, I thought it was funny how he just had like all these connections, bro. He had a fucking yes. guy yes. for he, everything, bro. Even that one scene, he was like. It's like, how do you, how do you know this? He's like, ah, I have a guy that, that knows this guy that knows the other guy. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. He's always so, it's like, it's like a slippery domino effect with better call, with Saul Goodman. Saul was just freaking resourceful, man. He was. Like that was Very probably, he was probably the most resourceful person. Like anytime Walt needed something done, he, yeah. Saul, like every time he just pick up the phone and call Saul. Did you know you better have rights? Saul? <laughs> Do you know you have rights? The Constitution says you do. And so do I. <laughs> Better call Saul. He offered some great funny moments when uh, he would always be in those interrogation rooms with um, his client and Hank. Yeah. Dude, he was, he was great. He would, like, he would just like constantly berate them for like, uh-huh. he's like, he's like, I'm not here. Like, he doesn't have a lawyer. He doesn't have proper representation. Right, like, yeah. he would, like, he would just say everything by the book so much to the point where it was funny. But he knew every little single loophole as well. He did. Like, and honestly, you know. That's what a good lawyer is. No, he's he's a scumbag. He but is. But he's a he, good ass lawyer. He was a fucking good lawyer. He is a good lawyer. He knew how to get his clients off. Uh-huh. And you see that progress more in the show Better Call Saul as well. You see him start to develop like, oh, what clients he wants to start representing in. And it leads to like the clients that you see him represent in Breaking Bad. You know, he just wants to he wants to help the more low income 
people of Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know? Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't want he, he doesn't want those top no, clients. He doesn't want to like represent that. those, you know, rich corporate businesses who are just gonna who are just gonna do whatever it takes to get what they want and step on the little guy, you know? Yeah. He wants to help the little guy. Because he is the little guy. He is the little guy. We kind of have to, we got to talk about Skylar. Where's she's, the money, Skylar? She's actually a very big part of the show. Okay, she is. Did she piss you off? In the beginning, yes, more so. Um, or I mean, I, you know, in I the don't beginning, know. actually, yeah, no, she was oblivious in the beginning, right? Um, because I feel like I mean, she was definitely like, I felt Walt when he was getting annoyed with her, like, wanting to be so specific with the story and uh-huh. uh, like, you know, just like. Being overly cautious, but you know it's also understandable. I think she, I think she behaves exactly how you would expect a wife to behave in this situation, especially if they choose to go along with it. Yeah, like she's like, I'll go along with it, but we're gonna be fucking careful. No lie, I I mean, really, I could, I could kind of see Armand behaving exactly how she did. Oh my god, I mean, think about it though, because Walt does put her in a pretty tough predicament. Yeah, that's that's a lot to ask for. Of someone. It is. It is. And I mean, honestly, he wasn't even really asking for it. Like, he just wanted her out of the way, but she just kind of yeah. like figured it out because, you know, he couldn't. Walt's he an couldn't idiot keep, sometimes. Well, he couldn't keep up with this double life. No. Where's all this money coming from, too? I mean, he did hide the money pretty good, but, you know, some points where it's like, you know, okay, where where are these donations coming from? Yeah. For I, his uh, I treatment. Liked, that was a good way to it get the money, though, at another first. Another Saul Goodman moment. Yes, it was. <laughs> Man is resourceful. He is. But damn, yeah, that famous scene of when Walt's under the house looking for the money. That is a good fucking scene. Where's the money? Damn, there are just so many good episodes in Breaking Bad. What What's the best episode to you, though? What is your favorite episode in Breaking Bad? It's got to be, like, season five, episode 14. Yeah, Ozymandias, because that just, the whole... His whole world just collapsed in that episode. It did. Everything just starts unraveling, and he's losing his family in that episode. Mm-hmm. Hank dies in that episode. Hank, bro. It just a lot happened. So much went down in that episode. But that Crawl Space episode as well. That was a, re- that was a that really was a good episode. One. And so was the uh, the episode, of, I think, 13 of season four, the face-off when Gus Fring is face-to-face yes, with yeah. uh, Salamanca. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Hector yes. Salamanca. Hector Salamanca. Yeah. Or Salamanca. Salamanca, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salamanca. That was a good-ass episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Dude, I don't know. That's that's hard to pin that's down. That's a hard one. That's, that's a, a hard, hard one because then in season five, I really I love the episode when uh, I think it's called Say My Name. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. He's like, you know who I am. Now say my name. Eisenberg. God damn right. <laughs> <laughs> and when they were talking with that guy, he was like, uh, he was like, the cartel got Fring. And then he looks at Mike and Mike's just like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, let us know in the comments what you think the best episode of Breaking Bad is. Cause yeah, that's, that's a, a hard That's one. a hard answer. That is a hard answer. Now, here's another question as well for the fans. I know you haven't seen Better Call Saul yet. And me personally, I haven't seen all of it. I'm on season five right now. So I still got the last season to see. But I want to know, what do y'all think is better, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? Because I don't think it's as clear cut of an answer as you would think it'd be. Yeah, every, I mean, everybody's going to be like, oh, it's Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. But just because of how like famous that show is. Right. but And Better Call Saul is popular. It is. But not as popular as Breaking Bad, I feel but like. But Better Call Saul does have a lot of stands and a lot of people do give it some great 
critical acclaim. Like it is a very, very critically Doesn't acclaimed Doesn't it have show. like more critical acclaim than Breaking Bad? I think it might, to be yeah. honest. I think it does. And the last episode in Better Call Saul has the highest IMDb rating of any episode ever. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I'm still kind of conflicted on what's better as well with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And obviously I can't give like a true opinion until I finish Better Call Saul. Mm. But I mean, just from what I've seen in the five seasons that I've seen so far, it's like, I think there's better characters in Better Call Saul than there is in Breaking Bad. Because I mean, not only do you have some characters come in from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, yeah. but the and we, get to, and we get to see more of them. Bro, and we get to see more. So we get to see more of Mike Ermintrout. We get Gus. to see more of Gus Fring. Uh, obviously, Saul himself. Saul himself, obviously. Um, but then you give us characters like Kim Wexler, which I know her character is probably the more boring out of the bunch, but I mean, it's still fine stories that make her character interesting. Um, you have Saul Goodman's brother, Chuck McGill, which obviously, you know, Saul Goodman's real name is Jimmy McGill. So yeah, his brother. And there's a whole story there that's very interesting to Jimmy's character. That's pretty cool. Saul's character. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get more of Nacho. You remember Nacho? Yeah. In Breaking Bad? We get a lot more of him. Damn. And I really like his character. And we get Lalo Salamanca as well, played by Tony Dalton, who was the, uh, what's his name? He was in Hawkeye. You know, the the uh, fencing dude with the mustache? Oh. Jacques or whatever. Yeah, Jacques. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is a badass in Better Call Saul. Shit, okay. He is a badass. He is really good in Better Dang. Call Saul. That whole Salamanca family, right? bro, they yes. are just yes. a bunch of badasses. So, honestly, I think Better Call Saul does have a deeper depth of better characters. As a show, I still can't give an honest opinion until I've seen it all, but let us know what you think. Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? Uh, before we wrap up our review of... um. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. <laughs> uh, there is one character I have to say I fucking hate. Okay, so your least favorite character? My least favorite okay. character. And it is Marie, bro. Hank's wife. Dude, Marie, she's just always in Skylar's business. <laughs> Way too much. Like, like, I mean, I get you can be a concerned sibling. Right. But, bro, she is just all up in there with, like, absolutely yeah. no regard for, you know, invading her nah. personal space. No. Nah. Um, also she just thinks she, she's like, she thinks she's so perfect. Like she puts herself on a pedestal. She, yeah, dude, I do she, remember that. Dude, she's, so, she is so annoying with yeah. that. It bothers me so much. And, um, and, and she'll do that and she's such a hypocrite and then she'll go and like right. shoplift and steal. And oh, yeah. yeah, remember that whole uh-huh. thing when, when she, instead of like, you know, when she like starts getting stressed instead of like smoking a cigarette or doing something a normal person she would do, she shoplifts and yeah. steals. Like she, dude, she was going to open houses and stealing shit from the open houses. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. Damn, I kind of forgot about that. And, um. Actually, <laughs> I, while your husband's a DEA agent. <laughs> yeah, and and that was the other thing. Hank like was able to get her out of like so many of those situations. Right. Mm. Um, but Vince Gilligan actually uses uh he uses a he uses color a lot in the mm. show, and you can notice it. Like uh, one thing I noticed, especially in season five with uh, Marie, always with the purple, mm. always with the purple, and I was like, why the fuck is she always wearing purple? Like in her entire house, covered in purple. And uh, the reason that is, is purple is like the color of royalty. And it was to show how Marie, like how she, you how know, she thinks how, she's royalty, how she thinks she's yeah. royalty and she puts herself on a pedestal. She thinks she's better than everyone else. Yeah. And so it's like that false, you know, whatever. It, it just shows how she thinks she's better than everyone, basically. Right. And uh, that's why she loves the color purple so much. 
another example we see of this actually is uh, w- with the whole I am the danger scene with Walt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so Walt is wearing like a bright red shirt. Yeah. And then um, and he's talking to Skyler. But then when he uh, when he says the when he gets to the whole I am the danger <laughs> thing, I am the one who knocks. Yeah. Before he does that, he takes off his bright red shirt to reveal like a darker red. Yes, like, it is darker. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a darker, it it's a darker red sh- shirt to show like a darker Walt, basically. Really? For that scene, like to show the transition from him being right. Walter yep. and him being Heisenberg, basically. Yeah, because when she's first talking to him in that scene, he's not like that. No, he's not. And, and then, then he hit like a break, gets, then, yeah. Then he hit like a breaking point. Yeah. And um, I am the danger. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was cool. You see. They pay a lot of attention to color in this show to represent like right. emotions and, you know, character flaws. Yeah, I mean, just the whole aesthetics of that show in general, you know, and, and the way it looked, the cinematography of it, like mm-hmm. also just the contrast between in some scenes when they're in the desert with the blue sky yes. and the yellow sand. It was just it was just like such beautiful shots, man. Mm-hmm. So the whole aesthetics of that show is just great. All right. So breaking back, Garrett. Is it the greatest show of all time? I don't know about greatest show of all time. Uh-huh. But absolutely top five best shows of all time. Okay. If not top three. Right. So it's it's freaking up there. It No, it it's is, up there heavy. It is up there. It is up there like, heavy. Honestly, I'd say one of its biggest competitor would definitely be like Game of Thrones. Yeah, or like The Sopranos. Yeah. But it's hard to say, man. The Wires I, are also another yeah, really good one. I will say. If Game of Thrones had ended properly and yes. on the right note, I think I there wouldn't be there would really, be no dispute. There, I don't think there'd be a dispute for me, at least in my opinion. Like that would be the greatest show of all time if it finished properly. Yes. If it finished on the right foot, yeah. See, but Breaking Bad finished on the right foot. It did. It did, and that's what you know kind of gives it that step ahead against Game mm-hmm. of Thrones right now. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to say, man. It sucks too that Game of Thrones just left you with that taste in your mouth at the end. I know. Bro, it was so because here's the thing as well. It was, like I had never been more invested in a show right. than I was in Game of Thrones. And because it ended on that note, it just fell off the face of the earth. Like no one talked about it. Yet here we are seeing trending all over social media still to this day is Breaking Bad. Yeah. And the scenes from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the hell, man? And it makes me like that much more mad that season seven and eight were not up to par because... Season seven season, still has some great I still episodes. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I still like season seven, but season eight is just it. That, I know, that's where I know, that's I where know. the pain comes from. Well, and then George R. R. Martin and producers at uh, Warner Brothers HBO as well. They were wanting them to go to like nine to ten seasons with Game of Thrones, which they should have. The, which they should have. Yeah, but the directors didn't want to. They wanted to end and they wanted to move on to their Star Wars, which that ended up getting canceled. So. <laughs> So it was LL, two L's there. Yeah, I swear. Like, I, like bro, if that if Game of Thrones be, ended on the right foot, because dude, that last season imagine, did feel, feel it was, so rushed. It was so rushed. It was so and, rushed. And, bro, and imagine if we saw, like, this gradual progression in Daener- Daenerys. In Daenerys. Yes. It's Daenerys. Like, honestly, her entire, like, I think that's one of, like, the biggest flaws of that is we didn't see her gradual progression. Because no. I was like, I was like. Where did this turn come from? It it was so immediate. It was ridiculous. There needed to be that gradual turn. Mm-hmm. Like we saw with Walt, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Walton Breaking Bad yeah. from the protagonist no, they, to the antagonist. They took their time, you know? and it freaking worked, and they ended on the right foot with right? Breaking Bad. Five seasons, that was it. That was that all was they all needed. needed. <laughs> there was no more story to tell. Nope, and then it led off to led to a great spinoff. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we did get uh, El Camino to tell us what happened Camino, with Jesse yeah. in the end. You're right. And that was, a. I looked at the reviews. It was a good movie. I have not gotten to El Camino yet. Me neither, actually. Um, So I need to watch that because I actually am really curious what happened to Jesse after this. Right. But, but I mean, you know, we'll see. You know, so far, House of the Dragon is putting a good taste in my mouth. That sounds kind of weird, but. Yes, it does. <laughs> that sounds weird. So far, House of the Dragon, I'm liking where it's heading right now. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll make me forget about the ending of season eight with Game of Thrones. Let's get back to Breaking Bad, bro. All right. Back to Breaking Bad, though. <laughs> so, Breaking Bad, greatest show of all time. Let us know what you think, but I feel like a lot of people do have it as the greatest show of all time. Yeah, it's uh, it's a freaking good one, man. It's fucking amazing. All right. So, I think that's going to do it for this review. Let's give a round of applause for Garrett for finally finishing Breaking Bad. Fuck you. Everyone give him a round of applause. I mean, Jesus, took you long enough. Bro, I probably watched that show over the course of like three years. That's insane, bro. <laughs> you, you probably had to go back and rewatch the first three seasons so many times. I think I rewatched the first three seasons like twice. Jesus. And then, and then from there, I just like kept, yeah. Oh my God. It was funny. It, it was so funny too because I was like so motivated to finish it the second time when I went to, when I rewatched uh-huh. the first three seasons, uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking make it all the way through. And I made it to like the exact yes. point. And then you I stopped made, again. And then I stopped again. Oh my God. You probably know the first three seasons like the back of your hand, bro. <laughs> I probably do. It's honestly. <laughs> oh my God. That's why you remember so damn much. You have to rewatch it so much. <laughs> That's going to do it for this review of Breaking Bad. Who would have thought we'd be reviewing Breaking Bad, you know? Right? But. It's fucking awesome. Here we are. Let's see what we got next. We got a few movies coming out soon. We got a lot of TV shows that are in the middle of progress. So get around to those reviews as well. You know, She-Hulk, She-Hulk House and- of the Dragon, mm-hmm. Andor coming out soon as well. Yep. New Star Wars show. So definitely going to have a lot to review this fall and a lot of horror movie stuff that we're going to be talking about this spooky season as well. That is coming up as well. So yep. I'm very excited for that. Uh, so, yep. That's going to do it for here. We'll see you guys next time on Blake's Takes. And as always with me, my co-host Garrett. And peace out. See you next time. See you guys.